0: This is Referee's World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellin.
1: Hello again and welcome to the Referee's World podcast, the monthly audio magazine which offers education and training for football referees of all levels. My name's Darren Cullum. I'm a Level 5 referee affiliated with Somerset FA. And this is PGMLO Assessor and Level 4 FA Referees Tutor, Rich Mellin. Rich, hello. Hi Darren. It's nice to see that you've listed my titles this time. Do you know what, right? I thought, well, this time around I'll be professional. Because normally if you're a regular listener, you know that I try to <laughs> uh, go through Rich's long list of distinguished titles and I muck them up all the time. Yes, you do. But
0: you've obviously listened to somebody who's given you some good
1: advice. I've listened. And do you know what? It actually makes us sound... Quite professional. Thank you to that that listener. Yeah, whoever that was. Thank you to that listener. (laughs) Anyway, if you are a new listener, welcome along to the podcast. We do have, uh, every time we uh, have a new episode, we do have a a load more listeners, uh, thanks to social media and uh, thanks to people spreading the word about the podcast, which has now, in its fourth year, by the way, uh, so thank you very much for listening all of this stuff is all online by the way at um, uh, refereesworld.co.uk that's the website jump on there and get involved you can get involved in the conversation on Facebook as well just like our page search out Referees World Podcast or on Twitter the mighty Twitter we, 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 we're we delighted to have achieved over 3,000 followers so 3,000 referees around the world are now listening to the Referees World Podcast on a regular basis which is great Three fa- over 3,000 listeners over 3,000
0: over 106, more than 106 countries.
1: We must look at the Google Analytics again yeah. um, and see yeah. where we're at now. So, uh, in the show this time around, uh, we've got a really exciting show. Rich came into the studio today buzzing with excitement, with all this stuff. I thought he was going to pop and explode. Luckily, he didn't, because that would be hideous. Uh, But lots of stuff to get through. And uh, in the last episode, we did say that we were going to have some prizes to give away, Uh, a little competition, thanks to our friends at refchat.co.uk. They've donated a load of stuff, uh, including... Rich, let's go through this list of stuff that we've got to give away today. Uh, We've got this uh, rather nice... It looks like a toilet bag, but it's not a toilet bag. It's very impressive, I must say.
0: It's... um... (sighs) It's basically something like a... It looks like the, the holder for a Filofax. It is. A, yeah,
1: exactly. It's like it's a little exactly holder.
0: Like, but it's it's a very nice, uh, well-presented um, piece of kit uh, from Ross at Ref, uh, Ref Chat. Yeah,
1: Ref so Chat. you can put all your, your cards in there, your your notes, your uh, your odds and sods, your coins. He's given us a coin. He's given us a no, coin to give away. And and a, match uh, record all, pads. Uh, an all-weather yeah. uh, notebook. There's um, uh, a-, a lanyard for your whistle to go around yeah. your wrist. And there's a little arm uh, band which uh, I'm presuming I'm presuming Ross if you're listening which I know you will be is something that you would use to put the um, buzzer flag thing into
0: yeah if you've got the buzzer flags then you have that little uh, battery pack. Uh, that vibrates on your arm and that's the um, piece of gubbins that uh, holds that piece of gubbins. Well
1: it's it's been a long time. Most people use uh, a piece of that tube bandage stuff don't they? Well we're global so gubbins might be applicable everywhere. I like it yeah (laughs) gubbins is good. So if you want to see exactly what we're giving away it's all on the Facebook page Or indeed on the Twitter page. And we'll have a nice simple question for you. Which goes like this. And we will repeat this through the course of the um, podcast. uh, But it will be on the website as well. And that is where you're going to have to enter. So here we go. A defender scores an own goal straight from a direct free kick outside of his penalty area. What does the referee do? Does he, A, or she, A, award the goal? B, have the free kick retaken or C, award another corner kick? Sorry, award a corner kick. All right. So there's your question. It will be on the website. Okay. so that's how you can enter if you want to win all of this stuff. Okay. the website address is uh, refereesworld.co.uk. We've also got a, a very distinguished guest to be talking to in just a moment. Rich.
0: Yes, we have. I'm going to be talking to Tim Lawrence, a friend and colleague uh, from Surrey FA, and Tim's going to give us the background to the development um, issues that are happening in Surrey, uh, and hopefully his ideas, we can spread them around, uh, and everybody shares a bit of information, and we all develop together.
1: Excellent. And of course, if you want to listen or tell fellow referees about the podcast, you can do either online, refereesworld.co.uk or we're on iTunes as well. Just search out Referees World on iTunes, uh, sign up for it, and then whenever there's a new podcast, it will automatically drop onto your phone, your tablet um, and all the other iPad stuff that you might be using to listen to stuff with or devices. Um, So in the meantime, let us continue. Um, We've got some ramblings. Now, I was... Trying to think whether we hold this one on right till the very end or whether we do it now before we speak to our guest, Rich.
0: Uh, I'll let you decide, but um, it's I, ha- I had an eventful day recently. Uh, I was an appointed uh, observer for the game Bristol Rovers versus Accrington two Stanleys, uh, sorry, two Saturdays ago. Accrington yeah. uh, Stanley were the visitors. Accrington uh,
1: Stanley? Who were they? Who were they? Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That
0: milk advert made them world famous. Absolutely. Um, but uh, we had an eventful day. Off the pitch there's this there are a few funnies uh, and if you're there if you were there and I know the referees listening Kevin Johnson I'll name you now Paul Marsden hopefully you are listening to the referees World podcast uh, and I can't remember who my colleague my other third colleague was but I will remember before this podcast finishes
1: okay well I'll tell you what then Let's do it at the end. Right. I'll give you a chance to remember. Okay. Uh, there's three amusing little instances which happened, OK? Uh, and you can listen to those at the end of this episode. Right now, though, I reckon we get on with our guests. So let's enter centre stage, please, and welcome onto the Referees World podcast for the first time, Tim Lawrence. Hi there. How are you? Very well, thank you, very much. And uh, thank you for taking time out to speak with us today. No uh, problem. Tim, Basically, in a nutshell, uh, before we get into the nitty-gritty stuff, tell us a bit about your background in refereeing.
2: Well, I passed the referees course way back in the 1970s and progressed through the system to what is now really a Level 3 referee, uh, even though in my day I referee teams that now play in the Conference, that's Conference South and Conference North. And I had many enjoyable games. Uh, refereed the Sussex Senior Cup final, because I actually live in Sussex, even though I work for Surrey, and I had the, the pleasure of being the fourth official on Mark Hall's very first ever Football League game.
1: Wow, excellent. excellent. What was, can, you remember, can you remember much about that game? And, uh, we'll talk about this because uh, I know Mark uh, does actually listen to the podcast and he often forwards and retweets the stuff that we do as well. So, hello, Mark, as well.
2: <laughs> well, actually, it was a very eventful first game he had at Brighton, It was Brighton versus Chester uh, at the old Goldstone ground. Uh, Unfortunately, he arrived a bit late, Um, despite being there before that. He had a streaker at the uh, coin toss. He had a minor pitch invasion from the north stand across to the main stand. And after less than 30 minutes, his senior assistant got injured and couldn't continue. So I went on for the rest of the first half and all the second half as uh, the assistant.
1: So it was quite an eventful game, well not just for Mark, but for you as well, to be involved in that kind of thing.
2: It was, yeah, but I was used to running the line at at Brighton anyway, because I did it a lot in their reserves in the football combination, and had refereed on the ground many a time, so to me it just felt like home.
1: So um, was this back in the day, was Mark still a a taxi driver then? Not sure, not sure. Because that was his nickname, I understand, wasn't
2: it? Oh, was it? I don't know, to be honest. Uh, but this story has told uh, when I've been in the room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I came across
0: Mark um, during my Football League career, and he was already a football, established Football League referee, very close to going to the select group Premiership mm. referees list at that time. And he did go there when I was uh, able to be, uh, unfortunate to be um, actively um, running around as, a, as an assistant referee at that time. And Mark's nickname did Become taxi, <laughs> he did become taxi because he was a taxi yeah. driver in Hertfordshire or oh, right. Welling well in Garden City,
2: yeah. yeah, that's right. And yeah. I knew I knew it was from there,
0: yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And of course, then he moved up north. Yeah.
1: So, uh, just moving on with yourself, um, and now you're the RDO at Surrey FA,
2: absolutely right, yeah. Been and how long have you been doing since, that? Uh, two, June 2008, so that's seven years.
1: And have you seen a lot of changes in that seven years?
2: Uh, yeah, quite a lot. Um, if you think when I first was employed there, we were, really had only just moved on from a lot of volunteer staff to professional staff running county FAs. And, and in my time since there, there was a head of refereeing and there was three admin staff he had, and he had ten, uh, national, sorry, ten regional managers under him, whereas now there's just a the head of refereeing, two admin staff, and three national managers, and that's all really because of the RDOs in county FAs and the work they do.
1: Okay, well, look, thanks for sharing a bit more about your background as well. Let me hand you over to Rich now, who uh, I know you know, and you've stumbled across at various uh, FA meetings, etc. So, Rich, over to you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Darren. Um,
0: <laughs> stumbled? I'm not so sure of that. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a, a word that Fespians use. Is it, uh, Tim? Uh,
2: yeah. No, no. There'd probably be a falling or failing. Yeah, and Um, just just on that, I have to say, working in the theatre as I did before gave me a fantastic insight into player simulation.
0: Oh, okay, we we might get to that. We might get to that as well. Then Uh, Mm yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Um, well, welcome to the referees world podcast, Tim. Uh, Thank you. And what sort of um, just generically, what sort of projects uh, are on the go with Surrey County FA uh, referees and those things that you're leading at the moment?
2: Uh, some of the projects we've got are with our Academy of Referees that operate at Fulham and our development group of referees. They're our sort of like senior referees from the Level 6s, 5s and 4s. And we now have a joined-up link uh, between the two where we can feed from the Academy into our development group. So we've actually created, uh, which we did last season, was an associate group, associate membership of the development group, which is like a halfway house, whereas our development group referees get one-to-one coaching, The those in the associate group can attend all the meetings, get all the benefits, but don't get one-to-one coaching um, simply because they can't devote the time and perhaps they're not ready to step up yet. That's just one of the projects yep, okay. that, that we've got going. Uh, another project that we've got going, which is... Which was launched uh, last week and is available to read on our website. That's www.surrefa.com. Uh, is we've offered to our development group of referees, and every one of them, which is eighteen of them, has signed up to the new thing of online learning for referees.
0: Okay, uh, and if I, if I'm correct in saying, online learning involves Sports Officials UK. Uh, correct. What, what's the development with that, Tim, and uh, what's the benefits of having online learning
2: for them? Well, we're, we're actually using, going through a consultancy, uh, sports officials consultancy, and uh, we've gone through them, and it's through the online learning. So for a, a one-off annual fee, and it's less than a match fee, is what I'll say, it's less than a match fee, is they get the benefit of the, the online learning modules, which is some generic modules, do with communication, body language, positioning, selling decisions. And they also get a digital logbook. So whereby in the digital logbook they can enter all their games, they can also enter all their strengths and their development points. And depending what level of access we get, uh, give to their one-to-one coaches, they can have access to it as well to see what uh, the referee's written and the coach can add to it. And as administrators, we, as three administrators to the scheme, we can then input all the data that we need of all the, all the meeting dates. Yeah. Um, the other advantage that it will have further down the line is that we can then upload our own online learning modules that, that we can write ourselves. And also, let's just say, for example, you've got a very contentious clip from a game of football, Uh, we can upload that and spread that amongst, certainly only at the moment, our development group, and we can pose questions and get them to feed back into it. So it's it's an online learning platform, Um, and in fact, we're partly doing that already with filming some of our own guys uh, refereeing, and we take some of those clips and, and share it at the meetings. But this way, it would give us the opportunity to upload it onto an online learning platform.
0: Okay, this, um, this sounds like a huge development. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's, it's only just by good fortune that I decided to ring you this afternoon, Tim, for for um, uh, a chat about referee development in Surrey. Because I, I have to own up that I phoned Kevin Pike, first of all. Uh, but Pike is on holiday until tomorrow. So I thought, well, who I'll else fight. do I know as an RDO that's close to me? And I thought, <laughs> I'll ring Tim Lawrence. So. <laughs> What a very, what a very good opportunity uh, to have um, just li- literally decided that I'll ring Tim, and mm-hmm. here you are, well, giving us such a such an insight to the future. What do you see coming out of this in uh, short term and long term, Tim?
2: Uh, well, short term, um, obviously, there's just generic modules on there at the moment that cover, like, all sports, uh, and the, the one of the advantages, of course, the referees they can they just dip in and dip out. So if they've got a spare evening spare evening that they can dip in and start on one of the modules and then during, you know, during a day or a week, let's say on a Saturday they've got a game off or the games are off, they think, actually, I can go back and I can do some more learning. And like I say, we can upload specific modules. Um, at the moment, it's only been offered to our development group. This week we are going to be offering it to our Referees Academy uh, at Fulham, and then also to our promotion candidates, which we've got about 80 of. That's going 7 to 6, 6 to 5, and 5 to 4. And then beyond that, it's going to be offered to all Surrey referees. And there's a big launch on the 29th of October, where we have our annual RAFA event, where, and I can announce that Roger East is our guest speaker. Again, that's on our website. And um, we will be offering that available, the online learning to all those that attend that night and demonstrating it as well.
1: It's clearly the way forward, isn't it, to do this stuff online, which is is great to hear. And the fact that you've kind of taken that step to go in that direction. And for me, and not just for me, but for uh, perhaps quite a few considerable younger referees. Online is the future with most things, like apps for the phone and tablets and this, that and the other. This potentially could attract a younger generation of referee, couldn't it?
2: Yes, yes, it could do. Um, something that I'm also looking at, uh, and th- I have to have discussions with the referees department of the Football Association about this, is, of course, with, with the referees course, as it's now called, um, there's pre-course study and at the moment that's in a booklet form and i would hope at some point to be able to upload that onto the online learning platform as well and get them to do it that way now whether they would have to pay for it or not i don't know that's you know probably for next season
1: how many um, how many referees have you got signed up to the whole um, program as it is
2: uh, only 18 at the moment because we've only offered it to our development group okay. Uh, as a startup, we didn't want everybody signed up in one go. Have,
0: how many so, registered referees have you got in the county, then, Tim? Uh,
2: we have parented referees, just under one thousand one hundred.
0: Okay, so that's, that's
2: parented, but with, of course, associate referees, it's you know well over one thousand two hundred. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Mm. I mean, the uh, well, the project. If it, if you would let it, let it loose to uh, all incendiary, I mean, it's a huge, huge task. Yes, that, that lies ahead. Yeah, um, it is
2: it, not only for us, but for the companies, uh, you know, the companies involved as well. So it's been very much a long, long-term in the planning. This has been. It's not something that we've sort of jumped into straight away. We've been in discussions with uh, the company for quite some considerable amount of time. Uh, there's no financial implication to Surrey County FA. Because the referees themselves sign up individually with the company. So as far as we're concerned, you know, there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for, really? You know, there's no financial implication to us. Yeah. You know, for the long term, is actually, we could benefit from it, because uh, if a certain amount of people sign up, then we might get, Commission is probably the wrong word. Well, there's always you know.
1: a, um, a commercial benefit to these sort of things as well, isn't it? Of course it? Because, there is. You know, you can, you can then start having people to advertise certain products on, on you know, um, that are coming through uh, the online sort of training side of things.
2: Yeah, and, 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 the, and of course, the other thing is if, if we write, the Surrey County FA, if we write a training module and, up, and, and get it uploaded, and let's just say Dorset FA as you tried, And and Kevin Pike says, actually, I like that. He doesn't have to pay. He doesn't have to write it. He doesn't have to pay the full amount. He just pays that they would then pay a part amount of like a commission to Surrey County F.A. So it's a commercial business. You know, it can bring money into Surrey County F.A. long term.
1: I suppose as well, with it being online, there's—you've um, already mentioned the the fact that you can upload modules, etc. You can also stream the referees' world podcast on it, can't you? Yes, we could do. Please do. We Don't let me do. stop you, Tim. Yeah, Don't yeah let you me get, stop go it. for it. Yeah. We should do a back scratcher. You promote us, and we'll
2: promote you. Well, that, that 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 sounds quite good to me. So you'll need to send me some links. Great. Send it right. to my email address which uh, Richard has got. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, We're all Tim.
0: over that one. Thanks for that, that Tim.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, Tim, just <laughs> a quick let's, one. Let's just go back to let's the... Let's develop um, this, yeah. Uh, this is uh, intriguing. This is, this is great. I mean, we, we, I'm sure we can really work this. is just this. by pure it's luck just, we yeah. come across this with Tim. Um, tell, us, tell us about a typical module, Tim.
2: Well, like I say, the modules that are up there are generic at the moment. So it would take you through... Uh, let's just say there's one on body language. So it'll take you through... Uh, have to promote confident body language, you know posture, uh, hand signals, arm signals, the way you stand, just that sort of thing. Uh, positioning, the benefits of various positioning on the field of play. That's just two examples that I can give you.
1: Okay. And the beauty of it is that you can uh, you can chop and change these things and refresh them as you go along, but you can also go back to them. But look at them from different angles as well, can't you? This of is something that we do on the podcast. There's various things that we talk about, mm. um, but we often go back to it and look at it from a different angle or a different perspective, and and that way you often discover new things and, and new ways of learning about it.
2: Yes, yeah, you know, and um, you, just, you you know because you're you've paid your annual membership, you can just revisit as a, revisit it as many times as you like. And of course, one of the other things we can do is. Um, let's just say because we've got our academy referees on it, we can have a certain section for them and if somebody doesn't attend a meeting, we can upload, if there was a presentation, we can then upload that onto the website and then they can, onto the online platform, and then they can, um, you know, look at it and people can then go back into it and say, that's what was said, I remember that was the advice given.
1: Do you know what, I'm just thinking aloud here, but the, um, the stuffy old reputation that a lot of refereeing has had over the years uh, could slowly be moved aside for this kind of training for referees, couldn't
2: it? it? It could be, yeah. Now, you know, somebody had to be bold enough to stick their head over the parapet, put their toe in the water, call it what you like. Um, but, you know, we have the full backing of the president of the county FA, the chairman... Vice Chairman, the Board of Directors and our CEO, everybody's completely backed him. Brilliant.
1: I th- I think it's. I
2: think
0: yeah, it's I was going to say, great well idea. done you, Tim, yeah, and exactly. well done Surrey FA. Well and, done.
1: And I'm sure there's, there's um, going to be uh, FAs um, uh, all over the country and all, all over the world listening to this, thinking this is uh, definitely um, uh, a move in the right direction. And it will be nice to think that off the back of what you've been talking about here, that people will follow suit and just watch your progress before mm. they think, okay, we're going to do this as well. Can I ask one thing before I hand back to Richard? Um, yeah. Tim. Um, does, does this mean, um, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but are you sort of pulling away from the FA altogether?
2: No, no. absolutely not. This is uh, an enhancement to it. Um, I have actually had discussions with Ian Blanchard. I've discussed it with Keith Stroud and Roger Vaughan and they're some of the FA national managers, Ian Blanchard being the head of refereeing um, and they are fully supportive of it because they are fully aware that the FA cannot at this current moment uh, supply something like this because obviously the FA IT department are working on the whole game system and this will augment the current training that county FAs can offer now, just to add to that, I'm fully aware, because in my discussions with Ian, that Manchester FA also offer uh, some form of additional training outside of the FA, and the their promotion candidates pay for it.
0: Okay. Tim, I mean, I'm totally fascinated in this conversation and pure luck. Time is not going to be on our side this evening to discuss this, <laughs> And as everybody's just found out we're recording this in the evening. Um, Tim, let's, let's go one step further with referee development. Yeah. How does this uh, impact on a referees' association and other bodies uh, interested in that type of work?
2: Uh, no, it won't impact you on it at all. In fact, um, if you take, for example, the whole game system, Uh, the football services manager, a guy called Tom Holder and myself, have actually been going around the referee societies promoting the whole game. And this is just an additional thing that's available to referees. So it won't impact upon the referee societies, because actually I'm secretary of my own society in Horsham, where I live. And I obviously deliver a lot of training there, and it won't impact at all. Like I say, it just, and I keep using the word augment, it will assist, it will help referees develop even more.
0: Mm. Okay, I I just want to uh, take the conversation into an area which um, it it will be new for our listeners to hear about but um, we're we're mindful and have been for a long time uh, of promoting the Referees Association and the concept of what the Referees Mm -hmm. Association represents Uh, and um, here we are we have, I think you can correct me here because you'll have up to date figures we have about 28,000 registered referees in the country, is that fair to say? Uh,
2: I think it's about 24
0: 24, okay, I'm slightly over. But mm-hmm. um, I do I do record a, f- uh, a figure previously of about 28, uh, uh, of which only around about 7,000 of those 28,000 were members of the RA. Mm-hmm. And what uh, myself and other people have been discussing is how do we... F- Reach out to those other people that are non RA members uh, and we get them involved in referee development and enhancing their performance and enjoyment. Uh, and I've been talking with colleagues and friends uh, around the, the West Country uh, and we've come up with the idea of ref support. Uh, and um, we, we're certainly not uh, looking to oppose. FAs, County FAs, or the Referees Association. We just want to enhance the opportunity uh, for every referee to develop their performance and involvement. And uh, like I say, we're looking to find why those... I'll use the... quote of, t- why is there only seven, uh, sorry 25% uh, of registered referees involved in, in the RA? What are those other 75% doing? So, you know, we're looking around to see if we can give ref, ref support uh, a little bit, bit of a um, helping hand yeah. to, to get launched here. And it's certainly not there to oppose anything the RA is doing or, the, in fact, the county FAs and the FAs. We're there to help develop and, uh, you know, provide other options of support for referee development.
2: Yeah, you know, like I say, this onlineing and help referee support. I, I also think that sometimes the RA societies, and it's only some in some areas, need to sort of perhaps move away if they've only got like 10, 12 people attending a meeting to merge with another society. Now, if I use my own society for an example, and a lot of societies in Surrey, because um, I'm obviously fully aware of what they do, they actually start the meeting a lot earlier and have something for the younger people. So my own society in Horsham, we actually open the doors at 7 o'clock and say, come along, we're available from 7, we've got a youth section, come along, you guys have a chat, we'll start the meeting at 7.45, guest speaker straight on, break, after guest speaker at quarter to nine, and the youngsters can go home because they've, they've had their training. And what some societies could do is actually say, look, because we're only getting a small number of people, why don't we alternate where we meet, so A goes to B for one month, B goes to A another month, and they get a quality speaker in, rather than thinking, okay, we'll just do match incidents. And I think that way it will also encourage more referees that aren't members of the RA to join the RA.
1: We had a very similar conversation um, a few episodes back with Stockport RA and they were telling us about the things that they do to try and encourage the referees Um, and the feedback and the response we got from them was exactly the same as yours in terms of it was very proactive with doing things to encourage the youngsters mm. um and uh off the back off the back of that it went down a route of talking about food being served on the night and it turned out rich it was aunt bessie's chips. and aunt bessie's, bessies now aunt, started to follow us because of, of it <laughs> you
2: know uh, well, yeah you know If that's what attracts them, that's what attracts them. But you you have to find, you know, as I call it, you have to find the hook that's going to get them in there. Tim,
1: um, listen, before we finish, uh, Mm -hmm. there's loads that we could really talk about here, but um, obviously, as Rich has already said, that time is against us at the moment. But one thing I would like to ask you is perhaps after Christmas, if you could come back on to the podcast with us uh, and just basically tell us how uh, the first few months of this has worked for you.
2: Absolutely. there would be no problem at all. And I can also tell you about our referees who refereed at the Dana Cup in uh, Denmark, yeah, where um, I was with them. Great. And bearing in mind that all those, a lot of the games uh, are streamed live on their website.
0: Tim, Tim, before we disappear, have you got any um, immediate meetings uh, arranged for development uh, training of referees that you want to announce on- online? Uh, well, we, or, we or have our online?
2: annual... Uh, RAFA event, where the RA support it as well, which is on Sun- uh, Sunday... What am I saying? Sunday, if I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> it's on Thursday the 29th of October at Met Police, that's at Court, where Roger East is our guest speaker for the evening. And like I say, we will also, we'll be having a drop-in session to do with the whole game system and online reporting, and people also will be able to see this online learning and look at it and sign up on the night, or as and when if they want to. So that's Thursday, the 29th of October, Met Police at Imbacool. and that's really for Surrey referees. But if we do have space, because the room holds over 200, and last year we did over have over 210 when Howard Webb was our guest speaker, we normally have room for some visitors.
0: No pressure on Roger East. Yeah. After you've uh, had Howard Webb last year, yeah. you got Roger East this year. Well, poor old our Eastie.
2: Are already up to 150, and we only advertised it last Thursday. That's in oh.
0: less than a week. Well, I, I know Roger East listens to the Referees World podcast, and uh, mm. now, now to find out in this particular way, is probably not. <laughs> he's probably frowning a little bit now. Uh, he oh, knows no. how. But Eastie's Web a good lad. You'll have a good evening with knows. Roger.
1: Listen, Tim, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, um, and thanks very much for sharing about the online. Uh, uh, learning side of things, which I think is is just such a massive step forward in terms of development of referees, uh, particularly mm. from grassroots level. And I think um, uh, the take up on this is going to be very, very good over the coming sort of six to twelve months. I really yeah. do.
2: Well, I, I certainly hope so.
1: Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that, Tim. Yeah. Right, good luck with that, you. Tim. And we look forward to speaking to you again, perhaps after Christmas, just to get an idea as to how it's all going.
2: Yeah. Absolutely no problem.
1: Thanks very much, Tim. Thanks.
2: This is Referee's World with
0: Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon.
1: And our thanks to Surrey County FA, RDO, Tim Lawrence, and what a really interesting thing they're doing as well. And I love the way that they've, uh, as he was basically saying in that interview, just taken the ball by the horns and thought, OK, we're going to do this because this is the way forward and this is what's going to make everybody <laughs> learn um, and bring the young ones through. I mean, how important is that?
0: Yeah, and it's, it's not opposing any um, uh, association. Mm. It's not opposing the FA, not the RA. It's in. It's supporting mm. the development of, of of referees and match officials. So hugely interesting, hugely interesting. I can't. I can't believe how lucky we were just mm. to stumble over it.
1: No, it was. Really? Uh, tell me more about ref
0: support, by the way. Um, right, okay. Ref support. Uh, what we're trying to do is we are not opposing anybody. That's that's first and foremost. I want everybody to understand that. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to set up a um, a body that will represent referees in, in all areas of development. Now, a referee can come to you with a report, an assessment, a piece of coaching information that he's not quite happy with, not understanding. Can you help him with it? That's what Ref Support will be about. We we look to provide uh, online training through Sports Officials Consultancy. That's something else that was mentioned by Tim. So Re- Ref Support um, is is being led by Martin Cassidy. He is very very good at what he does mm. uh, and how he does it. That, that's the most important thing. Uh, and he's full of enthusiasm, full of energy, uh, and and very passionate about developing referees. And we and we see uh, developing referees through Ref Support. As, as, as another option, as another cog there to support referee development and that's what it is. It's not opposing anybody uh, and it's not trying to pinch anybody else's membership. So we've got to try and reach out to help develop these referees that are non-members of the RA. How do we do it? We're trying to introduce ref support as another option another option. And how we're going to do it? We're just going to try and give them more direct online stuff. Um, there's the, the coaching module, uh, access for the coach, access for the referee. Uh, and we're going to go out there and support development referees as, as best we possibly can. It's another option
1: option for referees. It's not opposing anybody. It's, and of course, it's trying to support it. Absolutely, it's the support all the way. Uh, this might be something that you'd like to discuss online with fellow referees and if you do then why not go to refchat.co.uk uh, It's one of the fastest growing referee forums uh, to air your views, talk about these things. You might pick up some ideas yourself there. And it's thanks to them that we've got some nice prizes to give away. Uh, it's a, a, a goodie bag full of um, well, It's a goodie bag full of goodies. What else will it be? Uh, So what we've got in there, we've got uh, a nice wallet with a couple of cards in. We've got some all-weather notebook. There's a lanyard to put your whistle on around your your wrist. Uh, There's a nice coin. Whist? uh, whist. Did you you say whist? I really nearly did. (laughs) Um, There's also a little armband that you can put your buzzer flag battery thing bit, (laughs) or what did you call it earlier? Gubbins. Gubbins, that was it. Uh, It's a nice little prize, and all you have to do is answer this question, and you can do that by going to the website, which is refereesworld.co.uk. The question A defender scores an own goal straight from a direct free kick outside his penalty area. What does the referee do? Does he or she award the goal? B. Have the free kick retaken? Or C. Award a corner kick? And now it's over to you. We will announce the winner and contact them prior to us recording the next episode of the Referees World podcast, which is what you're listening to right now with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. And if you want to listen to previous episodes as well, feel free, go ahead, fill your boots. We're online at refereesworld.co.uk on Twitter at (laughs) refereesworld. This is Referee's World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. Uh, and before we go, uh, we did say at the beginning that there was a couple of funnies uh, that Richard stumbled across on, let's say, so to speak, at a recent Bristol Rovers game that you were at and you were there You were there assessing the referee. Yes, I was there
0: as match observer, as they now call yeah, us. Okay. So we're no longer called assessors at that level. We are now observers. Match uh, observers. And um, the, the, the day um, off the field of play, was eventful.
1: Okay, so it's, it's nothing that actually happened during no, the game, no, or anything no, like that. No, no, Brilliant. nothing, nothing to do so it's with. not a match incident. Nothing to do with um,
0: on-field decision making. Um, but a couple of things happened off. Go on, then, let's <laughs> let's hear about it. <laughs> um, well, it's Bristol Rovers versus Accrington Stanley, and we know, we've had to joke about the milk yeah. and things like that. Um, there we are. We're we um, sat down there. There's, there's uh, five or six of us sat down pre-match having a cup of tea and a sandwich. This is um, oh, just before one o'clock for a three o'clock kickoff. That's standard uh, timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sat there having a cup of tea and we're having a chit chat. And um, So at this
1: point, th- are you still suited and booted? Yes,
0: we're all suited and booted still there. We're all <laughs> casual. We're, uh, sorry, we're casually sat around, but we are suited and booted yeah. uh, as expected on arrival. Um, we're sat in the room, we're having a nice cup of tea and a chat, and uh, in comes this gentleman from the car park stewards, uh, and bearing in mind, he's come from the other side of the ground at Bristol Rovers, the Memorial Stadium, he's walked all the way around the ground, through the uh, stadium, and come to this room where we are, um, two floors up, uh, and he comes in and says, um, said, uh, don't want to alarm you guys, but um, <laughs> one of the match officials' cars the handbrake's come off and it's rolling down in the car park. <laughs> and, um, you know, everybody's saying, well, whose is it? Whose is it? And and then one or two lads um, said, well, I, I, it could be mine, it could be mine. And there was a little bit of hesitation about the whole issue because, you know, no one knew who it was, but the referee thought, well, it has to be mine. Now, why did the referee think it had to be his car? But I'm going to name him because I already have. Kevin Johnson, you, you, you were that referee on the day. He... He, he did go into a little bit of panic mode. No, I uh, he, done. he left the room quite sharpishly uh, and was Somebody gone. Some may say it's this, the quickest you've ever ran, <laughs> Kev. <laughs> and, and he was gone 10, 10 15 minutes. Uh, and uh, like I say, we thought, oh, dear, something's happened badly. You know, the, the cars rolled down and hit <laughs> into another it. car because that's what did happen. The yeah. car rolled into another car that was stationary. Uh, and Kevin got out there and, um, you know, he found out that it wasn't his car. <laughs> so... But he came back in, and his uh, what can we say? His demeanour—he was he was quite pleased and Smugged. quite relaxed, yeah, and, yeah, you know. And the and the sweat, right, boys. It wasn't mine. Uh, the sweaty brow had, uh, you know it, it was no longer. But uh, it was known that it was a match official's car. <laughs> so now. I've, uh, I've named Kev Johnson. It wasn't Kev Johnson. It was Paul Marsden. Paul Marsden. It was <laughs> your car. You, <laughs> Paul. Did he forget to put the handbrake on? Or uh, wait, I, I, didn't, I don't remember, actually, but the handbrake clearly had released itself. It's, there's one of these modern cars, uh, and I don't know how they actually work. because my It's like mo- a button, isn't it? The handbrake's yeah. a button or something. Yeah, uh, and um, what had happened, uh, it had it released itself. That's and, unfortunately, it had only rolled about two car spaces backwards. <laughs> into the next car and uh, only damaged the registration plate of the car. Still very funny though. Uh, but it was a little Fiat. It was a, one of those little lady Fiat cars yeah. if I call it one. It it's like a bubble shape.
1: You're, you're uh, really crushing him now. Aren't oh you? yeah, yeah. Yeah, his yeah. little because lady car. <laughs> we, we, it, well, it was
0: funny. It was funny on the so, day. So um, like, you know. uh, what else happened then? Um, right. And uh, another incident that happened at Team Sheets. There we were at Team Sheets. Same game. In the changing room. Same game. Uh, and the teams are there. The captains are there. And the I'm stood beside the Accrington Stanley captain uh, and all of a sudden he starts pointing at Paul, Paul Marsden. Uh, and don't, don't think, what's he doing? And all of a sudden, on the back of Paul's neck and, and bottom of his hairline, there was this massive spider. <laughs> and we said, what's that? And, of course, he felt the spider cooling up the back of his uh, hair and he knocked it to the floor. And, you know, we all stood there. Now, let me think, there's uh, there's five match officials and four Um, uh, club officials officials, two captains two managers all stood there and this spider gets thrown to the floor and I'm thinking somebody's just going to flatten it but no the spider ran freely away and crossed the floor so I mean poor old Paul Marsden Paul Marsden you're really getting it absolutely but you know all the off the field stuff finally go on same game same game um, was Paul Marston involved no, no. Well, Paul he Marston right now yeah, is yeah, the yeah. most
1: famous referee around <laughs> but for, not for refereeing reasons yeah, were yeah, I think yeah.
0: but um, and finally um, on, on this occasion um a level four colleague here in, in in the West Country didn't have a game on, on that day uh, and decided that um, could he or he asked, could he come as my guest to uh, PJMOL? And providing uh, I didn't have any um, official guests, such as a, a reviewer or a coach that wanted to use my spare ticket, I said to um, Sam Iden. Uh, that Sam yeah you can come as my guest and while we were there uh, there we were just just down on the edge of the um, at the perimeter of the um the field of play just beside the barriers uh and st- Sam was st- stood there uh, and the uh, security officer um Dave Harper <laughs> now that doesn't matter Dave Harper ex-policeman uh he's now the he's safety off safety and security officer at uh, the Memorial Stadium he actually reckons that Sam Iden Sam Iden, Looks like David Beckham. <laughs> oh, my word. We, oh, we, we were absolutely just... We was, was he off. serious? He was serious. That was brilliant. He said... Sam Midden, if you're listening I said I wouldn't mention
1: this but I'm sorry I couldn't hide it anymore hey that's what it's all about it's all a bit of banter look if you've got any other well off the match incidents that would be good to hear as well give us some funnies absolutely we love the funnies and we love to talk about them as well Um, thanks very much for listening to this episode hope you've enjoyed it hope you've learned something from it as well uh, particularly with the online training side of things which we're going to be uh, taking a keen watch on how that progresses over the coming months as well don't forget you can spread the word about the Referees World podcast post and share the link etc you can pick that up by going to the website which is refereesworld.co.uk
2: this is referees world
1: listen online at refereesworld.co.uk or search itunes for referees world